Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number two. Don't call it a merger. At least if you're the PGA, they don't want you to call it a merger. The PGA's deal with the Live Golf Tour hitting a snag. What is the PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan hoping to accomplish? He sent a letter to Congress. Where do you see this PGA agreement with the Saudis going next? And what are the odds that this deal between the Saudi government, Live, and PGA ends up happening. We'll talk about that much more right now. Here it is, our number two. Don't call it a merger. Whatever you do, it is not a merger. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. Besties, as we experience the magic Coast, is there any magic? I don't know. Coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and intergalactically powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the Raz, the Razzmatazz of Gasbaggery. We are hanging out here at the TireRack.com studios of Fox Sports Radio. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. And over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Congratulations, the Denver Nuggets. They've won the championship. Woo! Be a parade on Thursday. Big rally in Denver. Will they have more people attend that parade than the parade they've had in the past for the Broncos or the Avalanche? We'll find out. And those crowd estimates are always wonderful. The creative math that goes into crowd estimates at championship parades. There should be a study done on how they come up with the number of people 
that go to championship parades. But we'll get back to the basketball as the Joker and Denver celebrates. But our lead this hour coming from golf. Why? We go where the story of the day takes us. And this is quite the tale here. The deal between the Saudis and the PGA Tour is not done yet. In fact, there's a bit of a snag. And what is that snag, you ask? There's some new developments here. If you've not been following the story, uh, perhaps not. It's it's starting to get pretty good. It was good when it started, and now we've added on a little extra sugar. Uh, so if you haven't been, been following along, now we've learned the PGA Tour commissioner, the head weasel, Jay Monahan, has penned a letter, is not a love note, a letter to Congress that his organization is sending out in the ethos here uh, that the alignment the PGA is about to undergo with the Live Golf folks, uh, the public investment fund known as the PIF, it's the kind of PIF we would all like to have, the public investment fund, the sovereign wealth fund of your oil money, in Saudi Arabia. Uh, they say, the PGA, in this letter, the guy running the PGA said, it is not a merger. It is not a merger. This seemingly open letter, it ended up in the media. It wouldn't end up in the media unless somebody leaked it to the media. So the open letter, which uh, popped up uh, at a couple of news outfits, uh, said, uh, this is from Jay Monahan, the guy in charge of the PGA. Let me be clear. That despite numerous reports, this arrangement is not a merger between the PGA Tour, Live Golf, and the PIF. Monahan writing to members of the political class. But wait, there's more. Uh, he also claimed that the inaction from Congress forced the PGA's hand playing the victim, blaming Congress in not helping the PGA Tour in their fight with the live golf people. In fact, uh, that part of the letter, as it continues, quote, we were largely left on our own to fend off the attacks. Ostensibly, Jay Monahan, the head of the PGA, wrote, due to the United States' complex geopolitical alliance in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, which is code for you're doing it too. That's what that's code for. Uh, this left, according to the letter, the very real prospect of another decade of expensive and distracting litigation and the PGA Tour's long-term existence under threat. A close quote from the letter, the PGA Tour's president, uh, Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, wrote. So let us discuss the question. All right, what is the PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan hoping to accomplish with this letter getting out in the public? So I've got Bloodhounds, Jumbotron, and Piranhas. And we will combine all of these things together, and we are going to make over $600 billion, which is what the Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund is up to, the PIF. Uh, wow. All right, so... First of all, the PGA's claim, let's break this down brick by brick. So the PGA claims that it reached the deal with the live slash Saudis to avoid legal bills. I've been open about that. I've seen that in multiple media reports. It's in this letter that was sent 
to some politicians. Now, that is only partially true, right? The legal fight, though, is far from over. So the idea that you're avoiding legal bills, well, yeah, you, you're not going to be the one that's paying the legal bills, but here's the way I see this now. Uh, we are far from the bottom of the ninth inning. We're probably in the third inning or so of a nine-inning game, and we might have extra innings as well. We could have extra innings. Uh, but here's the deal. All the documents have not been notarized. They have not The T's have not been crossed. The I's have not been dotted on the agreement. And this, by the PGA, is a preemptive strike by the commissioner of the PGA. Why is this a preemptive strike? It's a good question. The reason why is because there are a bunch of United States senators right now that have released the bloodhounds, and they're sniffing around at this PGA deal with the Saudi wealth fund, right? They're, they're kicking the tires on this. They're seeing what this is all about. And Jay Monahan is attempting, it's a futile attempt, but he's attempting to avoid antitrust litigation. That's what this is all about. Now, the one leading the charge, uh, and I'll give you an example here. There's a senator named Richard Blumenthal. He's a Democrat from Connecticut. And he sent a, a letter to the Live CEO, Greg Norman. All right, so Greg Norman's uh, still tied to this uh, and requested documents, a lot of them, not just a couple, tons of documents uh, and other information related to the formation agreement between the PGA and the Saudis. Now, this guy has some power, Blumenthal. He's on the uh, Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, which sounds very important. I don't really know what that does, but it sounds important. And he's also the chairman of the Permanent Subcommittee on investigations, which also sounds scary. If you get investigated by the government, that sounds scary. If you've ever been audited by the IRS, you know what I'm talking about. But just imagine that on the next level. Uh, and so anyway, this guy, uh, po po political hack, uh, came out uh, and uh, said he had concerns over the Saudi government's role in influencing uh, the uh, effort uh, with the PGA and uh, talked about this being one of the cherished American institutions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Is the, is the PGA Tour a cherished American institution? I don't know about that. All right. Uh, so, listen, all of this is being telegraphed. It's all being telegraphed on both sides. It, it's all well scripted. You've got the PGA preemptive strike. You've got the politicians who are involved in this, and they want they want some skin. They got you know a little skin in the game. They want more skin. Now, page two here. Where do you see this PGA agreement with the Saudis going next? So next is a little commune called Nastyville. Uh, it is going to get nasty. That's what's next in the near future as this thing continues to get dragged out between the PGA and the United States government. Why? It is a political hot potato, and when you talk about politicians, if you want to know what gets their attention, you always have to look at the jumbotron. What gets political points? And this is something that will resonate with many men, women, and children who are just regular working stiffs, and they will see this, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, the, the government should be attacking the PGA, taking that money from the Sovereign Wealth Fund. Meanwhile... 
uh, 99.999999% of people would do the same damn thing. Right? We, we all know human nature. We're all wired the same way. I don't care where you're from, where you grew up, what country you're from, whether you're from the States or anywhere else. That everyone's got their price. And the PGA had their price, but it comes down to politicians, and I keep going back to the Jumbotron and political points. So you can get points even if the same people that are complaining would be the same people cutting checks uh, or taking checks. It doesn't matter, right? And so this guy Blumenthal requesting this massive pile of documents which goes from, like, the state of Maine through Hawaii and then down across the Pacific to, uh, you know, just far out. I think Guam is where it it stops, which is American territory. So it just keeps going and going and going. Now, what those documents include, we are told that those documents include the in in its entirety all communications between the PGA and the Saudis, including email, the WhatsApp messages, text messages, calendar invites, uh, voicemails, you name it, any communication, all records related to any of the negotiations between the Saudi government, which is the Live People and the PGA Tour, and also the governor of the public wealth fund. For the Saudis, is he's been involved in this as well. The tour commissioner, Jay Monahan, uh, he's his name has popped up, obviously, uh, and uh, all responses. Uh, this is a major bureaucracy situation. Like the red tape on this is massive, massive amounts of red tape. So what happens? Get to the point, please. So what happens here? The Senate. Right, they could then it, let's say the the Saudis say we're not interested because it's just a request at this point, so they could technically decline it as I understand it, and they say, well, we're just not giving you the documents. Go pound sand, get out of here. We're done. Uh, so if that happens, then at that point the politicians can say, okay, you've declined. We tried to play nice, you wouldn't play along with us, and so then the Senate could then issue subpoenas and threaten contempt and criminal charges for non-compliance to the PGA and the officials from the Live Group. And that means Greg Norman could be compelled to go and, and testify. And uh, the the guy that's in charge for Saudi Arabia, who's bankrolling everything, he's in charge of the money, that guy could be called out. Jay Monahan uh, could all be requested, demanded to appear as witnesses and have to testify under oath. All right, final thought on this. The PGA not out of the woods yet with this live golf deal, not by a long shot. So the final part of this, what are the odds at this point? We like to play the odds game. What are the odds at this point that the deal between the PGA and the Saudis slash live ends up happening? So I'm going to set the Maller Sportsbook odds on this at plus 150. And I'm going plus 150. That implies a 40% chance, which means there's a 60% chance this goes kaput. But I'm going 40% chance. Now, listen, in baseball parlance, if you are down by a run, you have the bases loaded, two out in the bottom of the ninth inning, and you've got a 400 hitter up, you're thinking you're, you're in pretty good shape. Now, if you have a 600 hitter up, you're in even better shape. But I'm going with the 400 hitter. I think there's a, uh, again, a, a plus 150 chance, a 40% chance 
that this works out and this deal is done. There's a lot of moving parts to it. The main reason why, though, I I call it the piranha factor. I call it the piranha factor because when politicians smell blood in the water, then watch out, right? They're like piranhas. They got the sharp teeth and they they latch on. But there's also something that is a placebo for politicians, and I'm not sure how this would work because it's a foreign entity. But one thing I know about political weasels is they love donations. So if somehow the Saudi government can siphon money through some other uh, way to get to the politicians, then the, the politicians will back down. They, they always back down in the end. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, you can join us here at 877-99 on Fox. Again, the big story here, the, the, the Denver Nuggets win the championship. They beat Miami so that heat culture – did not work out so well. Did not did not go well for them. Uh, yeah, didn't win anything. Uh, straight ahead, some very expensive old laundry and a Canadian exodus. We'll take your calls. 877-99 on Fox. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. A Canadian exodus and a, a lo- very expensive piece of old laundry. We'll go there as well, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million American adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It's painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than just a call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace. Of the Fox Sports Radio Network, it's the Coop the Loop, Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco Fan. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. A program you know tomorrow is different than all other nights. Newbie night! Tomorrow's a newbie night! Tomorrow night, newbie night, newbie night, newbie night! Not tonight, tomorrow. Tomorrow's a newbie night. So all new callers the entire night. Maybe no one will call. I don't know. Maybe the calls will have a lot of calls. I have no idea. But the the regulars, if you're, if you're a regular, you probably should call tonight because you'll be verboten tomorrow. Let's go to the phones as we begin here talking about this live golf PGA situation as the political class is getting involved in the United States. And we'll see how far they want to go down this road. They could certainly delay things for a number of years and cause a lot of headaches if you're the PGA, you're not really concerned too much because the Saudi government has $600 billion to pay lawyers. And that's the big concern of people in the, in the golf world. Let's go to Scott, who's in Kentucky. Hello, Scott. Welcome. And how are y'all? Scott, if I was any better, I'd be in Miami, but I would not be a member of the Miami Heat because they just lost the NBA that- Finals. So. I've been driving there and a half getting up for work, and I really forgot why I called because I smoked a movie and it. Oh, was it? Was it an enjoyable? <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. Well, sir, you should not. And I do a PSA. They will see you before you see them, sir. You should not smoke and drive. How dare you? Bad job by you, but uh, you're clearly feeling no pain, Scott. Clearly, clearly not. Uh, getting in bed, just wouldn't the PGA? They wouldn't want to be known with live golf. Wouldn't that be like getting in bed with the mafia kind of? I mean that. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I watched a documentary uh, about the mob and people in Chicago, for example, uh, they loved uh, the mob because a lot of they, they took care of people. That is true. I, I don't know. It, it's a weird situation to me. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Yeah, well, it's going to play out with lawyers getting a lot of money. The Saudi government will pay for lawyers and then, and then politicians will get some political favors out of it and 
and all that. All right, well, thank you, uh, Scott. I don't think that was what you were hoping for, but thank you for calling. Let's go to Blind Emmett, the Seahawk fan. Hello, Blind Emmett. Hello, Big Ben. Now, I have a question for kind of everybody here. Uh, oh, is this so, is this uh, Ask Ben and Friends? We're doing a preview of Ask right. Ben and Friends, which is not till later in the week. Yeah, you got you got tuned in hour three Thursday. But have you guys ever been on like a plane or a train or something, and you've had someone who just smells terrible like around you? You so so somebody with a really disgusting body odor, like it smells yeah. like uh, week old spaghetti and meatballs that's been sitting outside <laughs> in the summer, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I've, I've had people that that have been on flights that don't smell to me uh, very good, but. I don't. Are you looking for Eddie? Have you? I think we've all been in that. We're we're old. We've all been around people that occasionally don't smell good, right? Yeah, I think the worst for me is you occasionally will run across someone who stinks, but then they've tried to cover it up with too much mm-hmm. cologne or something like that. Yeah, and there's this like awful a, a, just mix yeah. of this is uh, too co- much cologne yeah. and a lot of bo. It's uh, pretty bad. There's a cacophony of uh, different uh, it's just it smells and sound it just oh. yeah so the uh, reason i'm bringing all this up ben is i was uh taking a train back today right and it was uh from like somewhere in oregon over to uh olympia where i am right now and uh i was sitting in a in a, in a chair by myself like on the train right and yeah. the first like three three and a half hours of it are fine you know i don't i don't smell anything but i'm sitting there and, you know, like, probably right as the finals wrapped up, because I was listening to it on my phone, I, I like, smell, like, something, it, it smells, like, really weird. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And, like, I couldn't figure out where it was coming from, too. I, I just don't know if it was a guy behind me or yeah. some dude across so, on the right. I was just like, come on. Like, and I think I can't uh, came to the conclusion then. This guy took his shoes off, and he had stinky feet and was just resting on, on like, the seat or something. It was It, it was terrible. Yeah, uh, it might not have been his feet. Maybe he just smells naturally. Maybe that's his natural body odor. He smells like an elephant's ass. So you don't, you never know. Could be. Exactly. You, you never yeah. know. Exactly. Yeah, good part drop there. Good one. Yeah. All right. Well, very good. Well, I, I'm glad we got that update, uh, Blind Emmett. And you're back home now, right? You're back home now? Your travels? Are, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. Just got back at the start of the show. Very exciting. Good timing by you to make it back just in time for the show. Because, well, it's great to hear the live show, but if you miss any part of the show, where can you hear the show, Blind Emmett? Where can you hear the show? Uh, if you miss any part of it, you can go to wherever you get your podcast. Just type in the Ben Maurer Show. That's right. There it yeah, is. And there you hour, go. starts with hour one, goes to hour four. Yeah. What, it's rapid fire, one after another. Yep. All right. Thank yep. you. All right. Hanging up on you. Go no away. Problem. All right. Go away. Thank you. The Ben Maller Show, as we continue on, and the Maller Militia, a lot to say. Uh, let's see. Casey uh, Carr Holler says, do you think the NBA will hit the same people who calculate crowd numbers for presidential inaugurations for the Nuggets Parade? Yeah. Well, the greatest example of that, though, Casey Carr Holler, was in Chicago when the Cubs won the World Series. Didn't they say that was one of the ten – greatest migrations of humanity in the history of the modern uh, world. No, seriously. No, I, 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 I'm laughing, but 
I think I heard that. Yes, I yeah, believe yeah, you're it right. It was like one of the great largest migrations of humanity was seventh the seventh largest gathering in human history. Yes, yes, the <laughs> Chicago Cubs. Was it like two million or something? Yes. Five million. They Five counted million. everyone in the greater <laughs> Chicago land area, Eddie. It's like remember, I mean, it did look like a lot of people, but I mean, how they figure this I out? Know. I have they no just idea. Make it up. They just make it up. The funniest though, it's not the fun. It's not funnier than the Cubs, but. The NFL, one of the early games in London. I remember I was doing a weekend show, and the NFL released a crowd figure on how many people were at the – they had a rally for the NFL – and they counted all the people who were living in that part of London <laughs> as that, being in attendance. Wasn't the, there also some other event going on? Yes, yes, and they yes. Decided, there was, yes, we'll yes. just throw them in there too. <laughs> and the great thing, no one ever questions it. People's <laughs> like, well, it's, I read it online. It must be true. You know, it's like, yeah. All right. Anyway, so uh, it's the only one in the USA in the top ten. What's number one, Coop? It's got to be some kind of religious number thing. Number one, yeah, got to yeah, be a religious. Yeah, 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 all yeah. probably all something religious, meta right? Or Let's try this. Uh, Kumbamela Pil- Pilgrimage in India. <laughs> yes, that's how they pronounce it in India. Yes. <laughs> exactly. As far as you know. <laughs> say uh, it, you got to say it with confidence, Coop. Yeah, just say it like you know it and just, and then. Kumbamela. There you go. Yeah, a there better. you go. See, perfect. 30 million. 30 Woo-hoo. million people? Yes. I think that's bogus, too. That's, that's, that's like almost there. twice the second place one, which was the. Although, you know, have you seen. Festival. I think that's in India. Have you seen. Or is it Pakistan? Those trains? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where they had yeah. the people standing on top. Yes. Isn't that wild? Is that in India or yeah, Pakistan? It's, it's India. It's in India. Yeah, there's a lot of people in India. Could you imagine being like on the top of the train? No. No, I cannot. There must be. I, I think uh, I actually read this. There's one train. At, uh, is it a week or? Uh, I don't know. It, 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 there's not very many trains, obviously. So if you miss that train, you're screwed. <laughs> so the people really make sure they stand on top of the train. It's this pretty is, great. This is interesting, This uh, these g- huge gatherings. Of of the top ten, all of them are either funerals or, like, religious, you know, yeah. gatherings. Other than the Cubs. Except for the Cubs World Series <laughs> parade. Well, some would say that was sort of a religious gathering. And a Rod Stewart concert in oh. Brazil. Oh, of course. Rod Stewart in Brazil. Come on. Can't mess with him. That's that's great. Uh, well, Chicago. When it comes to, like politics in Chicago, they never mess with the the, the vote in Chicago, right? They don't, everything's kosher with that, and they don't. Uh, yeah, the crowd counts. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time Manager of the Year and a three-time National Sports Writer of the Year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in in the dugout, and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
Obviously, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. So the field of eight is set for the College World Series. Now we knew six of the teams going into Monday. Florida LSU, Oral Roberts, TCU, Virginia, and the number one seed Wake Forest. There were two more tickets to be punched on Monday. Uh, Tennessee gets one of them with a 5 nothing shutout of Southern Miss. And did you see how Stanford got into the College World Series? Tied 6-6 in the bottom of the ninth. Routine fly ball to right field. The center fielder and the right fielder both lost the ball. It lands harmlessly in the outfield. Stanford gets the walk-off win on a missed routine fly into right field. Fundamentals, Eddie. That's when I'm coaching. When I'm a manager, you got to work on the fundamentals. And college baseball fields don't have quite the same lighting as uh, as your major league parks and whatnot. Are you making excuses, Eddie? How dare you? I'm just saying. I don't want to derail the the trending here, but this got got me thinking because I saw this replay. 
I never one rule that I never understood in baseball is the infield fly rule. Why do you get an automatic out if it's a pop fly in the infield, but not if it's a pop fly in the outfield? I don't, I don't get that. Well, it has to do with intentionally dropping yeah, a pop up to get a double you, play. Exactly, it, gotcha. it's harder okay. to do that. Gotcha, the, gotcha. Yeah, because yeah. that. I'm, how many times do you think that happened so before they put that rule? That. In? Gotcha. Okay, okay. Must that's have a good question. I don't know. It must have happened before they. Yeah, put somebody the rule got in. smart and think. Wait a minute! If I drop this, this guy's not running. Yeah, you can get a double play here. Yeah, just let it. That's smart baseball. I would like high baseball IQ. Just let it drop. That's it. There you go. All right. Is that it, Eddie? Are you? Uh, oh, that's it. it could, right. You did not derail the trending. Was. Uh, but my fun Fine. fact here. Let's see if uh, you guys. Mind blowing fun fact, everybody. Mind blowing fun fact here. The Denver Nuggets are the first Western Conference NBA champion, not from California or Texas, since blank. I think you said it earlier, Seattle. That is correct. The Seattle Supersonics, 1979, a generation ago, the Supersonics, the last team not from Texas or California to win. You had the Rockets winning a couple, Spurs won a bunch, Mavericks have won a couple, the the, the Lakers, the Warriors, uh, the Clippers will win some in the next generation, but they've, no, uh, they've not quite yet uh, done that, but they're waiting for the Intuit Dome uh, with all those toilets. And, boy, is that going to be great. Those toilets are going to be uh, wonderful. Uh, and this one from Alf, the alien opiner, his fun fact of the hour. He says, MRI scans of dogs' brains show that they see their owners as family and prioritize the smell of humans over anything else. So, Blind Emmett, you're not like a dog because you're not prioritizing human smells. Like, uh, you know, he's, he's anti-human smell. He didn't like like the uh, nasty. Well, Blind Emmett probably has more of a uh, a sense of smell because right, as the, you've said with the nocturnal creatures on the podcast, you know they have yes enhanced senses. Exactly. It is the Ben Mather Show. This portion of the show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. And today, today the beginning of the silly season in the NBA. And we have a player who is joining the silly season now that the Nuggets have won the championship. The next wave of player movement. We have a Canadian exodus, Fred Van Vliet. Good name. Fred Van Vliet. Should have played for the Knicks. Like Patrick Ewing. Fred Van Vliet has declined a contract option. Boy, you got to have some uh, some hair on your chest to turn down $22.8 million, which is what he's doing. Of course, he'll get probably $150 million by turning down $22.8 million. But Fred Van Vliet, if you're interested in him, he rode the coattails of Kawhi Leonard to win a championship back in Toronto a couple years ago. He will be an unrestricted free agent as the silly season gets going. And some old laundry, some very expensive old laundry. Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt the Stilt, the only man to score 100 points in an NBA game. The rookie uniform that Wilt Chamberlain wore, old dirty laundry being auctioned off, and the auction house believes it will fetch over $2 million. Yes, the auction house has a bid of $1.2 million. There are five days remaining until that old game-worn jersey, worn by Will Chamberlain, the 1959-60 Philadelphia Warriors. 
And uh, he wore the same jersey and shorts for every home game. Of course, back then, there was no such thing as sports memorabilia collectors and uh, memorabilia whores. And uh, they were trying to save money. And so they wore the same uniforms for every game. And uh, the reason, they don't do it much anymore. The, the, the road grays that teams would wear is because a lot of the arenas and the baseball stadiums did not have laundry on site. And so they determined that the color gray would block out the dirt. And so, therefore, they would look more presentable on the road when they were traveling from city to city wearing their road grays. But this is a Will Chamberlain uh, uniform there. Uh, wonderful. Let's say hello to Jed who fled. Hello, Jed who fled. What's going on, man? I've been listening to the show, dude, but I, I've got such a such a, an ability with these narcotics you see over, over the years. I can immediately wipe it and, and go blank <laughs> right now. And if you reminded me, I could probably come up on it. Some guy called a blind Emmett, dude. Who who has ever ridden a train, man? What is, is this real life? Get out of take it to Redfield, man. I, I, I've ridden the train a couple times in college because she got too drunk. But besides that, I, have, I don't think I've ever been on a train in my life. Your train experience fired at me. Interesting, though. See, I, I see what you do, Jed. You you speak so fast, you think we won't hear what you said. That's what you're yeah, doing. Man. You just figure yeah, like I, you throw. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've been, I like to wait on hold two, three, maybe four hours sometimes. So yeah. you can't understand me. That's the goal. That's <laughs> the goal. That's the, that's the goal. Yes. Yeah, dude, all yeah, of I that to make I a train joke. All of that for a train joke. You did all that work for a train joke. Do you feel good about yourself? Dude, do I feel good about it? No. But am I going to make another joke about it if I can think of it on the fly? Absolutely. Now, what are you going to do? Because tomorrow's a newbie night, which means you're not allowed to call the show tomorrow. Are you concerned about that? It's going to affect your whole life's work here, Jed. You won't be able to get on the air tomorrow night. Who's filling in for you, dude? Who's the newbie? Who you got? Well, no, well, but you really do listen. Yeah, I, I know the history of the show, dude. Is Justin Cooper going to be working? Yes or no? That depends on what, what, what the strategy is. Oh, so you think if Coop's here, you will not get on, but if Coop's not here, you'll get on the air. No, I think it was the other night when I snuck in and was going to play Password and you kicked me off. I love heavy metal metal. I don't, I don't know if that guy is a real guy. No, you don't like that guy. Come on. No, you don't like that guy. Come on. That guy's annoying. No. Have you ever played basketball? He's like, have you ever played heavy metal guitar? <laughs> I don't want an answer, dude. I don't understand okay. that, dude. Right. I'm going to go back and listen to it right now. Yeah, all go right. back hey, and download the podcast. No, yes. Don't forget the joke. I did all this for the joke, man. Thank you. you. And nobody I'm heard kidding. the joke. But th- they'll hear it on the podcast, though. Nobody actually heard the joke. But they- it'll be on the podcast. I'm sure it'll be there. Uh, wonderful. Thank you for that. Uh, don't ever call again. Time now uh, for the Insta Trivia. The Insta Trivia. And uh, this is a blatant attempt to get you to listen a little bit longer. Thus, it's called the Insta Trivia. So, Blank is the only player in NFL history to have had three or more sacks and two or more interceptions in the same game. Again, Blank, the only player in NFL history to have three or more sacks and two or more interceptions in the same game. That's the Insta Trivia, the answer. We'll get to it. We will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
There is a widespread problem of boring sports talk. The Ben Maller Show offers a solution under the cover of darkness. We are 25% more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Simply mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are growing the Maller Militia one new member at a time. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here's the instant trivia. Blank, the only player in NFL history to have recorded three or more sacks and two or more interceptions in the same game. Uh, that is the instant trivia. What is the answer to this portion of the show? Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Let's see, does anyone listening in the Maller Militia here know the answer? And uh, we go to the uh, magic Twitter machine here to see if anybody knows the answer. We'll go uh, page down here, uh, page down, a lot of random answers. Uh, John Gotti, guessed by the Eddie Garcia Burner account, late-night drug tester, says you are the Olsen twins who are 37. Wow, okay, bean boot maker Bob going with Carl Banks, Mr. Nice Guy, says the great Jesse Barfield, part of that all-time Blue Jay outfield with George Taco Bell, Jesse Barfield, Lloyd Mosby in the 1980s. Who else do we have? Sean Springs, guest by Fields of Green. Carl Mecklenburg from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Sir Scratch-Off says it's Jed who fled holding blind Emmett's hand on top of a train is the answer. Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, went with Bill Shatner as his answer. Uh, who else do we have? Mark in uh, Santa Monica says Crazy Legs Hirsch is the the way to go. Alf, the alien opino. I say Alf made it to Yankee Stadium. Says uh, Ben Mallard, Chicken Figures, Yankee style. Oh, that looks pretty good. That only cost you $700, I bet, Alf, for that, I bet. Uh, Ronnie Lott, guest by Steve, the misplaced San Diegan. Boris Dial from Shane in Des Moines. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Please, I need an answer. It's not. Uh, yes, yeah, I do. Go it's go former Seattle Seahawks legendary linebacker Brian Bosworth. Uh, no, it's also not Charles Woodson. The correct answer, none other than a former Steeler, Eddie Joey Porter, back in 2002. Peasy against the Raiders. He had seven tackles, three sacks, two interceptions, two passes defended, and a partridge in a pear tree. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the Coop Dalu. It's being reported that the Houston Rockets are looking into Kyrie Irving as a backup plan if they're unable <laughs> to get James Harden <laughs> to return to the team. Yes. Uh, ben, who would you rather have if you were a Rockets fan? Listen, I would rather go into business. Okay, if I had to choose... And uh, no lies here uh, with uh, Al Capone. I would rather go into business with Al Capone than uh, Kyrie Irving. You can't trust. Him. Okay, come on. You go with the beard, okay? And uh, you don't. The beard's got his own issues, but I would rather go with James Harden. Kyrie Irving's track record speaks for itself. And even though he'll play well when he plays, he's not available, and he does all kinds of crazy crap off the court. Next. According to a recent report, the Patriots kickers are exclusively working on squib kicks during OTAs. Now, this is in reaction to the league's new kickoff rules. Ben, do you think we'll be seeing nothing but squib kicks this season to uh, try and force returns? It would be a wonderful tribute to Mike Leach. One of my favorite Mike Leach quotes of all time when he was coaching at Texas Tech, he said, squib kick it to the fat guy. That was his quote, right? And it's a great idea. Listen, the NFL owners 
They they forced this rule in. The coaches didn't want it. So what a great way to screw over the owners and squib kick every single time. How delicious would that be? How upset would the NFL owners be? Uh, I love it. They're not going to do it every time, but I, I can see it happening about half the time. Next! The Arizona Cardinals are moving forward with Marquise Brown as their number one receiver after releasing DeAndre Hopkins. Brown said he wants to prove that he can be the guy. Yeah. Ben, do you think he can be the guy? Well, as I was told by someone years ago, that someone will lead the Cardinals in reception. Someone will lead the Cardinals in yards. Why not Marquise Hollywood Brown? That team sucks. They'll be lucky if they win three games in Arizona. So, sure, he can be the guy on a terrible team. How did we do? He passes. That is a way I won the game. I won the game. That's a win. He said I pass. That's a win. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 